0: Hi, I'm Doug the Neighbor, and welcome to my podcast coming to you from the Possum Trot Studios here in awesome Austin, Texas. And this is a very special podcast because we have two lovely people, my neighbors, that we will be interviewing today, Rachel Escobedo and Jeremy Cooper, and we will be chatting with them in just a minute. Glad to have you here glad to be here glad to be here (laughs) glad to have you here but first let's do a little bit of housekeeping for our new listeners and older long-time listeners we are in our sixth year of doing this podcast we are known throughout the galaxy Doug the Neighbor podcast, coming to you from the Possum Trot Studios here in awesome Austin, Texas. And we're very, very happy to have you here. Rachel, Jeremy, let me give you a little tour of the Possum Trot Studios, okay? If you'll notice over here, we have JoJo Bear up here. He is the vice president in charge of Production and drinking all of the Dr. Pepper. (laughs) We also have up there, we have Cowboy Otis, who is in charge of security and making sure that all of the guests are comfortable. What do you think of that, Jerry? I feel secure.
1: secure. (laughs) secure.
0: (laughs) And if you'll notice up there, we have a gift of a bag of dried Prunes. We did a podcast with a high school buddy, college buddy of mine, named Bill Belford, who now lives in Houston. And he's a very funny guy. We call him Bill Buffalo. And he I expressed his opinion of the Doug the Neighbor podcast with the dried prunes. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> we love it. Now, if you'll notice over there, we need your opinion you see the two posters there at the top they are were drawn by a young artist we call her the E and those are logos for Doug the Neighbor podcast now there's the uh, orange uh, diamond and then there's the round circle Rachel which one do you prefer and we can pass this along to the E and let her know about her art
2: I prefer the uh, round circle. The I, round circle? I think the other one reminds me of the Houston Astros, and I don't think you're an Astros fan.
3: <laughs> I'm not an Astro
0: fan. <laughs> Jeremy, which one do you like?
3: I agree with Rachel. The blue circle.
0: The blue circle. Okay. We will pass that opinion along. Now, if you look lower through the, there, we have two posters for the top of possum trot, Flipper walk. This June will be our fourth Possum Trot. Top of Possum Trot. Flipper walk, benefiting uh, Dell Children's, where we and about thirty of our neighbors climb up Possum Trot with the two vicious hills. Everybody knows about those hills in scuba flippers. Wow! To flip off big. C.
2: Wait. That's a good is, idea. What's oh yes, sorry.
0: <laughs> it's a charitable event that I do I and those that. posters were done by E. If you also notice there the uh label there for the Possum Trot Bakery, that lone star there from awesome Austin, Texas. Doug the neighbor has been sending cookies to our troops for... We're now into our third year. We send cookies monthly. We have three bakers. Two of them are 12-year-old young ladies. And uh, my neighbor, Perio, uh, Perio, and we bake cookies, and we send them out to our troops Amazing. once a month. Uh, and that's what we have been doing.
3: You know,
2: what kinds of cookies?
0: Chocolate chip, whatever. We have two... Three rules for the bakers.
3: Um, what are those rules?
0: <laughs> <laughs> the three rules for the bakers. Bake what you love. Have fun. Reread the rules. Because <laughs> two of the gals, uh, Titch and T'Wow, are 12 years old and uh, their moms guide them and now they're at the point where they do their own stuff and so
2: I live by those rules <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Now also over here you'll notice that we have uh this is Charlie Bluebell uh, he is the mascot for the uh Possum Trot Studios. He's nestled under the uh, table right now. So that's Charlie Bluebell and he's from Brenham, Texas. That's why he's Charlie Bluebell. And if you'll notice over here, this painting of Doug the neighbor, that is from Noah gould uh santa clara california i did a podcast with a, a gentleman who's a neighbor named and he's a startup guy doing really well in life and he brought that in as a present that's nice. the doug the neighbor painting right there from noah gould santa clara beautiful Yeah, I love, the, I love the colors on it yeah isn't that something okay let's move on here okay let's get on over to the weather window 65 degrees and gray here in awesome Austin, Texas, but it was cold last week. But now it's reasonably reasonably comfortable. You can go outside without a coat on. And so it's rather pleasant, but it's just great. And then the sports report, the Cowboys are out of it. Uh, When Cowboys are out of it, the football season is over. What a
2: disappointing game that was. (laughs) It was horrible, horrible. Uh.
0: And so... uh, Whatever happens for the Super Bowl is just mild entertainment. Yeah, it
3: doesn't matter. Doesn't matter.
0: (laughs) Cowboys are out of it. Football's (laughs) indoor. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, obviously, Rachel and Jeremy, my neighbors, have taken their A, B, and K vitamins, the Always Be Kind karma vitamins, and now we are going to interview them, and we are truly looking forward
3: to it. Rachel,
0: glad to
2: have you here. Excited to be here.
0: Jeremy,
3: uh, likewise, excited to be here.
0: Yeah, excited to be here. Yeah, not
3: okay. So let, let's
0: begin. Uh, Rachel, uh, let's let's begin with the simple stuff. What's your name?
2: My name is Rachel Escobedo.
0: Rachel Escobedo. Now, how did we meet? Now, tell tell the story. Of how we met.
2: Ooh, how we met. Uh, we met back in October. I was watching the Texas Rangers play the Houston Astros in one of their. Um, world Series, Road to World Series games.
0: At the uh, HEB. At the HEB. Yeah, and to yeah. our neighbors around the world, HEB is a grocery, great grocery chain here in the best. state of Texas. And if, as an experiment, they put a full-service bar, flat-screen sports bar at this location, and it's absolutely fantastic, isn't it, Rachel? It's
2: beautiful. Lots uh,
0: of fun. Yeah, lots of fun. Met the neighbors, and I met
2: you we met yeah. yeah watching the game and
0: <laughs> and how do you know this good-looking gentleman here jeremy
2: jeremy we met through cycling and running and has become one of my road trip buddies one of my best friends for road trips and and a good-looking guy exhausting. so you got good choice here go. there yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> jeremy be blessed that a good-looking woman has chosen you i am blessed thank you <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, that's great. That's great. Uh, Rachel, uh, where were you born?
2: I was born in Austin, Texas.
0: woo You're a unicorn. Not a lot of people that's, are born.
2: That's uh, what they say here. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, Jeremy, what is your name? Um, My name is Jeremy Cooper. Jeremy Cooper. Great all-American name. Do you know what, the, what a Cooper was?
3: Do you know what a Cooper was in England? I do. It's a barrel maker.
0: It's a barrel maker. Yeah, that's, that's great. That's great. And uh, Jeremy, where were you born? I was born in Kingston, New York. Kingston, New York. That's upstate New York, right?
3: Um, it's, uh, it is upstate New York. Uh, 90 miles north of the city. 90
0: miles north. Of the, 90 miles north of the city. I have actually been up there because I lived up in uh, New York City for many, many years, and then traveled through Kingston, uh, uh,
3: New York, uh, on my way to Cooperstown. Uh, I have also been to Cooperstown. Great spot. Um, yeah, it's a beautiful uh, part of New York State. People don't realize it's uh, so much bigger than, than New York City alone. Right. Gets a little cold there. <clears throat> That's why I live in the South. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Rachel, uh, you were born here. Have you ever done your DNA?
2: I have not, no.
0: Any interest to do your DNA?
2: No interest
0: at all. Any family stories at where your fam? you think your family is from?
2: Uh, dad's from New Braunfels. Mom's from East Texas. Other than that, I don't really know. And I don't really have a desire to know
0: no you're happy with yeah. what you know okay yeah. and, and jeremy have you uh done you done your dna i have not any family history that you think exists
3: um i like to uh, imagine that um they were all kings and queens but i know that that's not the case they were. <laughs>
0: they, <laughs> they were. We're Americans, so every man is a king, every woman is a queen. Okay, that's terrific. Now, uh, Rachel, did you have a teddy bear when you were growing up? I introduced you to JoJo Bear.
2: Uh, I did not have a teddy bear, but I did have a blanket. A,
0: blank? a blankie. A blankie. Did the blankie have a name?
2: No name. Just no name, blankie.
0: And. T- do you still have the blanket? I,
2: I do still have this blanket uh, folded up in a in a closet somewhere, but yes, I do. That's
0: beautiful. That's a beautiful story. You still have it. I do. Yeah, yeah. Did you have any pets when you were growing up?
2: I did. Oh, we had lots of cats growing up. I was a big cat person. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got one dog later mm-hmm. in life.
0: Okay. Any particular animal that you would like to say I love you uh, right now?
2: Oh, well, we'll say I love you to Beto. He was my previous cat who passed away this past September. So. Oh,
0: Beto. Okay. Oh, that's <laughs> terrific. And now when you were growing up, did you have a nickname?
2: Yes. My nickname is Cheech. Some people call me Cheech.
0: To this day, right?
2: To this day, yes. yes. Oh, that's yes. Beautiful.
0: Now tell us that's a great nickname. Very loving and dear term of endearment. How did you get the nickname
2: Cheech. So, some people think it has reference to Cheech and Chong. Uh, the movie is, actors? Though, yeah, I, not I, the <laughs> <laughs> case. Um, my mom would call me Rach
0: Rachel. Rachel. Or Rachel. Yeah, yeah Uh
2: And one of my siblings could not pronounce that at his young age and would call me Cheechy, mm-hmm. And then Cheechy just Became eventually turned to Cheech.
0: Cheech. It's yeah. a beautiful nickname, yeah. a beautiful nickname, okay. Now, uh, Jeremy, uh, did you have a uh, teddy
3: bear when you were growing up? Uh, I also had a blanket, much like uh, Linus from the Peanuts comic strip. Yeah. <laughs> Just drug that blanket everywhere I went until it you know, slowly disintegrated.
0: Slowly totally disintegrated.
3: And what about any pets when you were growing up? Uh, I was a petless home. Uh, my parents did not like to clean up after animals, so we I didn't have any uh, pets growing up at all. Mm-hmm. Same in my family. Yes. Okay. Now, did you did you have a nickname when you were growing up? Uh, like every other uh, male member of my family, we go by Coop. Coop. Okay. Oh, that's good. Like Gary Cooper, the actor, great actor, Coop.
0: That's that's correct. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's great. That's great. Now, uh Rachel, uh where did you go to high school?
2: I went to I'm oh, sorry. I went to high school at the Austin High School here in Austin, Texas.
0: Austin High School here in town. Uh-huh. And what is the mascot for um, Austin
2: So our mascot is Mr. Maru. I like to call him a puffball. A puffball! That's, that's what he looks like. He's just a puffball. <laughs> a puffball.
1: <laughs>
0: and so what is the chant or mascot? So it's Go Maroons! Go
2: Maroons, and we say loyal forever. loyal
0: forever. Loyal Forever. I love it. And Jeremy, where did you go to high school? Uh, Kingston High School. Okay. And what was the mascot there at Kingston High School? The, the Tiger. Tiger. So go, go <laughs> Tiger. Go Tigers. Okay. Now, Rachel, uh, when you were in high school, did you play soccer or? choir or have a job at McDonald's
2: so uh in high school I was a swimmer I played some volleyball I ran cross country very Mm -hmm. active Mm -hmm. very active oh okay Uh, and then my junior senior year I worked at Chick-fil-a part-time job just after school
0: at Chick Fil A. Chick
2: Fil A. Oh, oh
0: that's, Did you enjoy working at Chick Fil A? I
2: did. It was a good way. There were other high schoolers there working, so I made some friends, made some money, and got some free food out of it. You know.
0: Sounds like a winner to me. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing bad we there. Their and we'll get to it later at how Chick Fil A became a major part mm-hmm. of your life later. Yep. Oh, okay. Now, Jeremy, when when you were in high school, did you play soccer, football, baseball, choir, work at McDonald's?
3: I did no school-affiliated school, school affiliated activities. Um, I rode my bike, hung out with my friends, played sports, but everything was outside of school. Outside of school. what what You look like a fit guy. What sports did you participate in? Uh, primarily it was just riding my bike everywhere, all throughout Kingston. It's pretty much what we did every single day, while the weather was nice, of course. While the weather was nice, yeah. Uh, how big a place is Kingston, New York? Uh, I want to say at the time, population was maybe 50,000 people. So that gives you some some idea. It's not a big city by any means. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I couldn't give you like a sizes or anything, but yeah, t- tiny, tiny city. Okay. We'll get into how you got to uh,
0: Austin in a little bit. Uh, Rach, Rachel, uh, where did you go to
2: college? I went to college at the University of Texas. Hook go
0: horns. Go, 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 horns. Horns. Hey, go, <laughs> go horns okay when you were in college did you have a car or anything like that i
2: did have a car it was a uh, silver toyota avalon i think i i got it from my grandmother
1: okay
0: yeah mm. <laughs> uh, okay
2: and did... i i mean i used it to go sometime to campus but most of the time i would walk to oh, campus
0: oh, but, oh okay yeah. and uh what did the car have a name
2: no. No name car. Just a car. 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 car.
0: Good enough. A car. Good car. Yeah. What did you study in college?
2: I studied economics.
0: Economics. And uh, do you understand it?
2: No. <laughs> no. I do not. That's why they
0: call it theory. Uh-huh. <laughs> Nobody. I studied it too. I have no idea what it is. Uh, okay. And Jeremy, uh, where did you go to college?
3: Um, I went to ACC, which is Austin Community College here in Austin. Good good school. Great school, great school. And then also Texas State University down in San Marcos, Texas.
0: And what is the uh, mascot for Texas State? It is the Bobcats. Go
3: Bobcats! Bobcats! (laughs) (laughs) Did you have a car when you were in college? I did not. I was a a bus rider uh, throughout the entire time I went to, to college.
0: Nothing wrong with that. Nothing, yeah. nothing wrong with that. And
3: you did say you were a biker. Correct. I rode my bike when I could, uh, took the bus most of the time, mm-hmm. or bummed a ride from a friend. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. And what did you study at uh, Texas State?
3: Uh, I was a student of geography. Geo- geography. geography. Okay. Mountains, uh, rivers, things maps. like this. Lots of maps. That's primarily what it is. Mm-hmm. Lots. Where are things?
0: What where, where are things? I remember my sophomore year of high school. I remembered all of the capitals of the world. Wow, that's a, a
3: commendable um, feat. I could not do that. Uh, my parents had,
0: uh, were, they had the uh, complete set of the Encyclopedia Britannica, now it's Wikipedia, okay. uh, and Dad had gotten a uh, big Rand McNally map Book with all the maps. Oh, yes. Giant Atlas. Yes. And it was so cool. Mm -hmm. And a buddy of mine was learning some of them, and so I learned all
3: yeah that's a uh, a pretty great way to brag because I could not uh I, I could barely name maybe like one or two london that's that's all I got.
2: I was going to say did you learned all the cities in the world in the no, country, no just, just the, the capitals of the, capitals the country of
0: and the, country. and the only one that I remember to this day that just was a, an alliteration was Burundi Burundi. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that, and the capital is Burundi. Burundi. <laughs> so now, of course, it's in Africa, someplace, and probably taken over, and doesn't ex- country doesn't exist. But I just stuck in my mind. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, That's a great name. yeah, Burundi. Burundi. Mm-hmm. You know, a, I think it should be a band name or a fusion yeah. restaurant <laughs> or a rock and roll group. Yeah. You know, so anyway, so uh, now uh, Jeremy, back to you. You went to high school in Kingston, New York. How did you get to
3: Austin to go to ACC? Um, well, it, several stops along the way. Um, after high school, like I said, I don't like the cold weather, so I moved south to Arizona. I uh, was there for about 10 years and then got, um, decided to pick up and move, and Texas was the next place I went to after after
0: northern new york to arizona phoenix or arizona oh, tucson,
3: tucson, tucson. Uh,
0: beautiful place too. yeah not a bad move from upstate new york to arizona we can understand that easily exactly. Cold. yes but 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 why austin
3: um, I just uh, had heard that it was um, a popular place to be and had visited a couple times and just decided that's where I wanted to live. You know, there's two, uh, you visiting, visiting here once, you see all the activity, um, and I, obviously someone that likes to be outside, I was very drawn to seeing so many people doing every activity you can imagine, being on the water, running, cycling, hiking, everything, everything. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's such a beautiful place. Glad I moved here. Awesome. Austin, Texas.
2: It's amazing. Oh, awesome. I haven't Austin. left. Born and raised. <laughs> Born and raised. Oh, awesome. It's great. Austin,
0: Texas. Absolutely true. Okay. So when you uh, graduated, uh, oh, um, I, when you graduated from college, Rachel, what was your first job?
2: So my first job out of college uh, was actually at Chick fil A. I had uh, finished a semester early from college and needed to pay rent and found the first job that I could get, which was going back to work with Chick-fil-A. Going back to Chick-fil-A. Yeah, going back to work with Chick-fil-A.
0: Very admirable because you needed, why again? I
2: needed money. I I had (laughs) to pay
0: rent. (laughs) A job.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I needed a job
0: uh did you feel that it was a step down because you graduated from college but you're going back to to a little there was definitely a
2: moment of that again i did economics you asked if i liked it no did i understand it not really (laughs) did i know what i wanted to do with that absolutely not right so the the idea of getting another job i didn't know what i wanted to do or how to approach jobs and the whole process is daunting so in the moment I needed a job and I knew I knew the job at Chick-fil-A. I knew how to do it. I did it well in high school. I enjoyed it in high school. So I And rent least, is least, once and, and rent, rent is and I rent needed, is yeah. once a month. Yeah. So uh yeah, so I, I got the job at Chick fil A and thought, you know, we'll we'll figure out something else soon, right? Soon. But
0: yeah. Very, very admirable thinking, uh, Rachel. Uh, very admirable thinking. You. you know, the, you're at this point in life. Yes, I've educated me, but doors of opportunity have not swung open. But I need a yeah. job right now. I'll figure it out later. Mm-hmm. Very, very wise
3: thinking. Thank
0: what you. do you think of that sort of thinking,
3: Jeremy? Uh, I think it's very practical, and I respect it a lot. Yeah.
2: So do I. I know yeah. once I once I got there. Um, I had stuck around a little longer than I thought I would. Am I getting ahead of myself? <laughs> no, you're doing um, fine. I I stuck around a little longer than I thought I would. I I became interested in the idea of franchising a Chick Fil A. Um, very interesting. Which, You'd
0: be a millionaire. Oh in my a. goodness! Yes. <laughs> yes yeah.
2: did, uh, did I see those numbers? And it was very appealing. Um, and I mean it. It. It was good work. It's hard work, right? Service industry is a lot. We were at a location just off of downtown campus and we were very busy. It was high stress, like just all the time. Go, go, go. The um so, There's no such
0: thing as a slow chick fil A, oh, is there? No. Like, no across slow Across the nation. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think there's a yeah. oh we're slow. We're the slowest or the worst. What are you kidding? It can't be. Yeah. Can't be.
2: Yeah. Can't, can't be. Um so I, I yeah, I was there for longer than I maybe saw myself when I first got there. Right. Uh, don't regret it at all.
0: Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. So, and uh, Jeremy, uh, what was your first job after graduating from uh, Texas State?
3: I worked at a uh, survey company uh, here in Austin, awesome Austin. Um, It's called uh, Surveying and Mapping, great name. Um, But I got a job right out of school, so I didn't have to wander about to try and find something to pay the rent. I was lucky. Doing something that you had been trained for. Now, your first job—what would
0: that entail? Uh, What you you know, go go take pictures of streets or something, survey and mapping, or uh, you know, please tell us.
3: Sure. So it was uh, very rudimentary uh, drafting. So we would be drawing um, like really simple uh, properties, just like a single lot, for example. Um, nothing too complex at all that that 's uh, stuff you start to learn as you start your job right exactly exactly um, lots of hard work you know you 're sitting at a computer all day, uh, a lot of communication between various groups field field teams and other office members um, but it, it was a lot of fun oh, okay, so you graduated from- college.
0: you studied geography at Texas State, okay. which is interesting, and then you got a job in your within your discipline right away. Oh, that's beautiful. That, that's beautiful, and and was here in Austin.
2: Right.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. That, that's good. So the next question is, Rachel, what what are you doing now? Now,
2: uh, I am a middle school math teacher.
0: Okay, we're gonna have a big jump <laughs> here: uh, economics, uh, Chick fil A, and middle school teacher. Yes. <laughs> math teacher. We're going to have a lot to talk about. Okay. Okay. Sorry to interrupt. Keep going.
2: Okay. So yes, it was a jump. Um I went from, you know, I was working at Chick-fil-A about two years. It was high stress, high energy. I was getting mm-hmm. tired. I was getting burnt out. Yes. I ultimately decided I did not want to spend all of my twenties burnt out just to get to maybe Possibly something in my 30s that may not work out. Um, I coached a swim team in the summers that had kids from the age of five to 18, and I've been swim swim team swim team yes right. Um, and I you know
0: how'd you get into coaching swimming?
2: So I grew up swimming. Oh, okay. I was on this swim team, and when I finished high school, I started coaching as an assistant coach with the team. Mm-hmm. So I had coached for seven years with the team and more recently become their head coach. Mm -hmm. Um, But yes, at the time I decided I enjoy working with kids I'm going to go back to school and get my teaching degree. Oh, So
0: so you went back to school? I did. While you were working at Chick-fil-A, saw an opportunity to be a franchise, didn't kind of connect the dots, decided decided to go back to school to be a teacher.
2: Correct, yes.
0: Oh, oh, I see. Okay. And uh, that's very interesting. And what are you doing now?
2: So now I am a middle school math teacher uh, at a school in Austin ISD here um, uh, in Northwest Austin. What
0: grades do you teach?
2: Uh, sixth grade math, and then I do coaching as well for the seventh grade volleyball team.
0: Okay, so are are you the teacher who who makes us endure fractions?
2: I, I have to. Unfortunately, I have to. Yes, oh, you know, I I get groans every day. Miss Escobedo, are we doing anything fun today? Well, I think it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's always fun. Oh, um, oh, yes, fractions. fractions. They, oh, still they still hate oh, them. They still.
0: Good to see things have yeah. not changed. Yes. Yeah. Uh, do you still get the orange and cut it in half to show quarters and halves and things? Thing?
2: Visual. Yeah. Visual is a good thing. Yes. Uh, not always an orange.
0: but... <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll give
2: them candy. That, oh, that oh really candy. Oh, They're candy. more entertained by the candy. Yeah.
0: Like, yeah I like that thinking. <laughs> I like thinking. And you also mentioned that you're back at coaching.
2: Yes. So um, I coach volleyball in the fall semester during school. Mm-hmm. And then every summer I, I coach the swim team that I Men's okay, dreams. so
0: let's go to volleyball. You enjoy that. You enjoy coaching. Okay, so how many games do they play in middle school in a season?
2: Uh, it's a six-week season, so six games.
0: And what is your record so far? <laughs>
2: uh, we are, I would say, three and three. Three and three. <laughs> yeah. uh, now,
0: the senior team or the?
2: uh yes. Yeah, so I coach the the B team, which is you know the very entry level like these girls have never ever touched a volleyball or played it before. Um, so that's so a I'm, good I'm,
0: challenge as a coach. It's a
2: challenge. There, People, yes. right I'm I'm teaching them the foundations of volleyball, but that you know called they coaching. they can learn the skill, but then I'm also trying to teach them how to deal with like the mental aspect as well. So, you know, the the girls are pretty strong with their foundation skills, but mm. then, you know, we get to a game and they start to uh, freak out about the boys that are the in the oh, oh, they're at the, the, age the, the boys of the boys. The people that are cheering or the other team that's yelling at them, and then they get in their head, and yeah. and then they don't know what to do. And I have to look at them and say, ignore it all, focus, right? like, focus on this game. Like you yeah. know how to play the game. They're like, I'm nervous, and I said, cool. So
0: use the channel
2: right. Figure out how to use that, right? Ignore everything else. This is, you know how to do it. So anyway. The it's, aspect it's of a
0: uh, what age groups are you getting? The, uh,
2: yeah, so these are 12-year-olds going on 13. Uh, the the aspect of the boys are somehow. watching all oh, oh, yes. that.
0: That's good. That, that's we are, a, we are
2: really at the start of, you know, that middle school is when all those things Hormones start yeah, rolling. Yeah, the hormones yeah. are rolling and uh, yeah. all they care about is, yeah. So. Uh,
0: yeah. Uh, okay, that's very, very interesting. And... and uh, because they're the beginners, that's a good challenge for a coach.
2: For sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely learning almost every year. And I mean, every kid, every class is different, too. Mm-hmm. So what mm-hmm. I did last year with one group maybe didn't work this year with this group. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, adapting, learning d- adapting. different, tricks. yeah, different classes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah
0: so, personalities and that sort of yeah. stuff. Now, uh, would you get, uh, you're a coach, and you're enjoying it. Uh, would you become the PE teacher at the middle school? Would you be interested in going on into high school coaching of volleyball? Uh, what what appeals to you now? Yeah. What what sort of dreams do you so
2: have? I've definitely thought more... The coaching is definitely more fun than teaching math. <laughs> fractions! I think most people would, would say. It's just... Um, but I have thought about going into high school. They, um, if I were to go into coaching high school, it would probably be with swimming. I have more experience at a high level with swimming than I do with a high level of volleyball. Um,
0: that's a very interesting aspect of I, how you judge your, how you are looking at yourself and your abilities. Right. That's very wise. So,
2: right. you know, I, I like the right. foundation of volleyball and that's what middle school volleyball is, but yeah, I would I don't think I have enough knowledge to help coach with a high school level team. But and
0: volleyball is a growing sport in our society right is. now. And
2: the University of Texas, if y'all don't know, just won their yeah. national oh, championship, the women's volleyball team. I yeah. think this is their... Yeah third or fourth national over title? Over,
0: over nebraska yeah. which i think about game. 10 years ago they said we need to get on mm-hmm. uh, on ball or get get going with volleyball yeah. and they dominated for years
2: they did i mean still yeah. still yeah, are i watched dominating. The,
3: that final game it was amazing
2: it was a great game yeah yeah yeah, so entertaining.
0: yeah. now tell us about your uh, swim team
2: Ah, yes. The swim team that I coach, we are the Travis Country Sharks. Sharks? Sharks. Go
1: (laughs) Sharks! Sharks.
2: (laughs) Yes, uh, we're the Travis Country Sharks. It's a neighborhood in South Austin where I grew up. Um, It's strictly Summer League, so it's kind of supposed to be a more fun thing, but we are uh, last summer's champions.
1: Whoa, go Sharks. Go Sharks.
2: Sharks! All right, we are, so you're looking for a repeat. This okay, summer. so
0: what age group are the uh, uh, are uh, 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 the swim team? We'll so, keep, the, is it co ed or oh, uh,
2: yes, it's it's all age, so it's both co ed boys and girls, and it's ranges from five years old all the way to 18. Okay, so we, yeah, we have different we we split it up by age group basically we start oh, and, with and the little babies and then and it, so person, and then yeah. it goes
0: So up so there. do they do uh, sprints like a 100 meters or 50 meters or do yeah. they butter do the butterfly I was a lifeguard for a while so butterfly breaststroke uh-huh, all it, the strokes yes yeah, uh-huh. so
2: they do all the strokes uh summer league is again more of an entry level so it is mostly sprinting it's 50s and 100s that's it um, nothing above that which <laughs> You know, the more competitive swimming you get into the distance. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, but, okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, and what was the age group again?
2: Five years old to 18 years old. So and it's,
0: it's all comers and whoever uh, shows anyone, up? So, yeah.
2: Anyone that wants to join. And what was
0: the name of the club again?
2: Travis Country Sharks.
0: Travis Country Sharks. Mm-hmm. Champions.
2: Yeah, we're the champions. Go, go Sharks. Go,
0: go, go, <laughs> go Sharks. You, you need a hat. <laughs> I know. Uh, t-shirt. <laughs>
3: yeah. All right. And uh, Now, Jeremy, uh,
0: what are you doing now?
3: Um so currently I am a senior technician uh, at a um engineering company here in Austin Austin Texas. Um What's the name of the company? It is LJA Engineering. L J A Correct. Engineering. <laughs> That's right. Rolls off the tongue. Yes. Huh?
0: Yes it does. <laughs> <laughs> LJA. <laughs>
3: um so I uh primarily uh my day to day is Reviewing drawings, um, getting new projects off the ground, meetings, of course, uh, lots of communication with other people in the office about how to get certain drawings done, working with field crew to get data, um, lots of um, communication with a bunch of different people in the office. It's, it's a great time. Great. How long have you been there? Uh, this will be my fifth year.
0: Oh, okay. So very good. Oh, excuse me, let's just get a little quick uh, sip of Dr. Pepper here. Cheers. 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 Okay, <laughs> Cheers. Oh, a little sip here.
1: Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> uh,
0: great product from Waco, Texas. Dr. Pepper. Now, uh, so let me just back up a little bit. You're a senior tech guy at LJA. Engineering. So let's have a little game. Okay. I say I want a tall, a 40-story 40, uh, 40, uh, building downtown Austin. Would I come
3: to you? Um, you would not necessarily come to me. Uh, what you would um, talk to me about is perhaps any easements going around that building or any utilities going into or out of that building. Um, we would be involved with the measuring of where this building sits in in it's a particular lot I don't I am not a architect or (laughs) I don't work for architecture we're more concerned with what's going on uh, in the road in the road okay that's very interesting the last uh, Doug the neighbor
0: interview interviewing his neighbors was with a neighbor named Brian Lyme Lime, yeah, Lim, Brian Lim. Sorry, Brian. He lives over here, and he's also an architect, and he's building something, working on something over on I-35 for the county, something, something, something. So he was talking about that sort of stuff. And he's also a beekeeper. He's got five (laughs) hives there in his backyard. So uh, now... Uh, What if I came to you and said, well, I want to put in a uh, round, a a roundy round or whatever they call a roundabout here on Possum Trot. Would I come to you for something like that?
3: So we would certainly be involved in the um, determining where that uh, roundabout is going to be located. We would help building the curbs. We would help in laying out where the center line of that road would be. Um, yeah, anything that involved with basically placing an object in a road, that's where uh, my team would help.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Now, um, in the old days as a drafts person, when I worked for Don Fertel uh, Construction Real Estate in El Paso, Texas, we had an architect in a back room who had a big drawing table and uh, sort of, draw pencils and things like that and buildings and things like that but that's not the case anymore everything's all on
3: computer right correct everything is uh software based um the only time i use a, a pen or pencils to sign my name uh, otherwise um all we're doing is working at computers all day everything is um software based S- software base oh okay now uh how long again have you been working with these people uh, this particular company, uh, five years. Five years.
0: Okay, five years down the uh, down the uh, road for you. Would that mean you starting your own engineering company, work looking at computers
3: and helping out, or something like that, or what? What? What looks good for you? Sure. Um, I think uh, personally, I would like to stay with the current company. Um, it's a it's a big company, over a thousand employees. Oh. So um, I don't want to give up the opportunity to go to that nice Christmas party at the end of the year.
0: Uh, so, uh, I have priorities here, exactly.
3: But uh, no, it's good to it. It's fun to work with uh, a lot of people in various realms. So I kind of like that aspect of it. Instead of worrying about everything myself, if I had my own company,
0: mm-hmm. uh, is LJA based here in Austin? Its headquarters is in Houston. Oh. Okay. All right. Uh, Houston Astros. Okay. <laughs> Poor choice.
3: Poor choice on their part. I apologize
0: for that. But they did good with the Texans. That's right.
3: They, they did good on the Texans. That's a, that's a great point. Now, uh, great season, by the way, for them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: So that's very interesting that both of you uh, have. Uh, Different backgrounds, but you are here in awesome Austin, Texas, and what you're doing now, and this would keep both of you very, very busy uh, and responsible for getting work done uh, in your various disciplines. What sort of hobbies do you have, Rachel?
2: Um, My hobbies are all uh, outdoor related. I love to run. Uh, bike, swim, volleyball, all the sports.
0: <laughs> all the sports. Uh, yeah. It's and, and uh, outdoors. Outdoorsy, very outdoorsy. I mean, I
2: would say running is the top one, but you spend ten else.
0: hours indoors with the kids. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> you gotta get uh,
2: outside. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> your tolerance is tested
2: <laughs> every day. <laughs> every day. <laughs> my my patience. I have all the patience in the classroom, and then when I get outside the classroom. Not as much patience. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's
3: funny. That's funny. And Jeremy, do you have any hobbies? Uh, similar to Rachel, uh, lots of running, riding my bike, swimming, hiking. Yeah, anything out- outdoors, going to the parks. Um, it's uh, blessed to uh, have all this great weather here, so you have to take advantage of it. You know, you have to be outside. So true. Fantastic in awesome
2: awesome austin texas awesome
0: (laughs) austin texas yes okay now uh covid has ended so any travel plans rachel uh, that you'd like to uh, go
2: i you know being in texas my whole life i've never been out to big ben yeah i've heard great things i want to go camping or hiking I'd, i'd love to go out west texas
0: um, uh, I'm from El Paso. So yeah? the beauty of the desert, yeah. I'm a des- desert rat. You know, the sunsets, the desert Would rat. Would you
2: recommend? Oh, food? yeah,
0: yeah. And the, the smell of the mesquite after rain. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm a desert rat. Oh, yeah. you know? Plus the great Mexican food out there in El Paso or and down in Big Bend. Yeah. yeah. Marfa, that area. Alpine. You mm-hmm. know, it's all Balmoray, You know, that that. We area.
2: actually, Jeremy and I, Coop and I did with another friend of ours, uh, went out to Balmoray, um, two summers ago now to the pool that was to the pool and we were out there on a day that it was actually storming kind of in the distance Uh you know i mean being around the pool you're not supposed to be in the water where there's lightning and thunder but it was gorgeous out there and we had to get in
3: yeah so that's that's my favorite pool in texas that i've been in a natural pool Mm -hmm. just the um, scenery is great. The The water is beautiful. Uh, it's perfect temperature. It's such a unique experience. Mm-hmm. And like you're saying, you're, you're basically out in the middle of the, the desert. We call it the nowhere, but anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Exactly. Yeah. 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 Let's be honest, but that's what we call it—middle of nowhere. nowhere. Yeah, Yeah, but it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Would recommend. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah, please go out there. It's worth it. It's worth the trip. And
0: the the same sort of travel plans
3: for you, Jeremy. Uh, I would uh, definitely plan to get to the Gulf at some point. Uh, I would like to go to South Padre. Um, I will go to South Padre this year at some point mm-hmm. go to the beach
0: exactly. uh, go running on the beach
3: yeah,
0: oh uh, look just sitting <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> just, uh, just sitting a yeah. pondering life <laughs> those waves. uh looking for that lost uh
3: shaker of salt that 's one
0: hundred
3: percent what i w what I will be doing. Okay, that's terrific.
0: This has just been an absolute uh, terrific, uh, Doug the neighbor interviewing his neighbors, and you two are very charming. Uh, I have some questions. Uh, Rachel, what words of wisdom would you say to a younger sibling, a niece, a nephew about your life? What would you tell them?
2: Um so my kind of thing and this is what i tell all the kids in my classroom is you know i i think you should just put in your best effort whatever you can best right effort. everyone's abilities is different and mm-hmm. like if you put in an effort to your level mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. i think good things will come right i mean mm-hmm. I, I say try it's better mm-hmm. to try than not right right absolutely uh, so, absolutely true yeah.
0: well in sports uh you can you we admire the people who hustle. You don't have to have all the talent in the world, but if you we ad, in, in sports whether it's on TV or it's at the playground, yeah. it's just
2: the guy hustles. Those that work, right? Like put, we it, we admire them. Food.
0: Yeah, put because he hustles, yeah, right? For so sure. so put in your best efforts. Yeah. Okay.
3: Now yeah. uh, Jeremy, what uh, would you
0: tell a nephew a niece, a younger person? What would
3: you uh, I know it's cliche, but uh, I think you should follow your passions uh, when it comes to your hobbies or the activities that you uh, are fond of. Um, there's no shame in even if it's something unique like yeah, collecting coins <laughs> or um, collecting some rare artifact or photography or whatever, uh, whatever gives you pleasure. You should follow it. Uh, do it to the best of your ability. Follow your heart exactly follow your heart 100 percent. i think yeah, it's yeah, a great it. advice okay
0: doug the neighbor's motto is laughter is the best medicine and we know that, <laughs> <I love> that. <laughs> when making somebody giggle laugh creates their day creates endorphins and they just feel better no matter the circumstances what uh rachel what is your motto
2: oh What is my motto? Um, Under promise, over deliver. (laughs) I like
0: that one. Under promise, over deliver. Okay. (laughs) Okay. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Jeremy, what is your motto?
3: Uh, I'm going to take a a sports motto, actually, and say follow through, um, which is, you know, in anything that you're doing, just make sure you follow through. It might not be the prettiest, uh, shot you take, but, um, you know, go through the motions, make sure you're, um, putting in the effort, try and get it done. Follow through. Okay. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Now,
0: uh, let's close out here. Rachel, who are the people who have inspired you?
2: Um, in terms of my career in education, I had a coach in middle school that inspired me. I had a math, a high school math teacher that inspired me. Um, and then just from day to day life, I'd, I'd really enjoy, I mean, Jeremy kind of said, you know, follow your passions. I draw inspiration from the people around me that enjoy their passions, that have those passions. Any names you would shout out? All of my friends. All all of your friends. All of my friends. Uh, Uh, It's why I love them. I, you know, seeing them enjoy what they do and, um pursuing things that they enjoy like I just I get fulfillment from that and inspired y- y- from your that. your
0: friends are inspiring. yes, yes. No, I get sure. that and Jeremy uh, who who are the people who have
2: inspired you uh
3: actually I would say uh my uh grandma uh, my grandfather on my mother's side um was probably the biggest influence in terms of my career cuz he was always following maps always pulling out atlases um always you know with a um a magnifying glass, trying to look up various trails that he could hike on. He was also another person that was just very big into the outdoors, so I think I get my enjoyment of being outside and just walking from him. He was. A big and what other. was his name? Uh, his name was George Scherer. George Sherer. Right. Grandpa,
0: gramps, whatever.
3: Yeah, grandpa.
0: grandpa. Pop, <laughs> pop. Pops, okay. I, I love that. I love that. We certainly appreciate you attending our Doug the Neighbor podcast, interviewing you. And it's just been a beautiful, beautiful time. And we would like to present you with a small gift from Doug the Neighbor. This is a keychain of a flipper in honor of the Doug the Neighbor uh, Top of Possum Trot Flipper Walk to it. flip off. Big C, okay. Mom. This year our uh, flip will be on June eighth here on Possum Trot. We've raised over nine thousand dollars for wow. Dell Children, and we would like to present this keychain to you uh, as to remind yourselves and to any of your friends who are in straits that we wish to flip off Big C. Hell
2: yeah! Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Hell, yeah! Hell yeah! <laughs> yes, little keychain uh, for you as a present. For, thank you, for, yeah.
0: thank yeah. you very much. I'm Doug the neighbor, and this is our podcast coming to you from the Possum Trot Studios here in Awesome Austin, Texas. We have been interviewing our neighbors doug the neighbor interviews his neighbors rachel Escobedo and jeremy cooper here in awesome austin texas lovely people and we really really enjoyed interviewing them we had a nice dr pepper here cheers and to cheers time. to to you all glad Ooh. to have you here and thank you to our podcast listeners around the world thank you very very much And, of course, call your mother, make her smile, all the best. Give me five. There you
2: go. Thank you.